I know I'm only 39 years old, and I have many working years ahead of me, but if I had the financial wherewithal to retire now, I probably would. I mean, if faced with the option to keep working or to retire, I think everyone in their right mind would retire. When I visit with people in retirement communities and in uh, senior care facilities where there's peace and quiet, slower pace, which helps this guy, the meals are brought to you, the ability to nap anytime you want, there. And I think to myself, this is the life. This is where I want to live. Now there is the rare person that never wants to stop working, but I think most people yearn to retire. They yearn for an easier life to kick back, relax, and enjoy. And so when we think of heaven, After a hard life, after years of work, aren't we looking forward to eternal retirement? And I think this is often the case because, let's face it, work is hard. Whether you're a pastor, a pediatrician, a plumber, or a parking lot attendant. Work is hard. Work is hard. But it was not always this way. In the beginning of the world, God meant for us to work but it was meant to be enjoyable and not just the fruitful and multiply part. You didn't get that. Okay. You didn't. Church, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. Or you did and you didn't want to laugh. Okay, fine. Yeah. Not just the fruitful and multiply part. There's other things are to be enjoyable that God has given us and made for us. See, God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. It was a paradise, a place of abundant food and beautiful landscapes. It was a place of enjoyable and meaningful work, a place for humanity to walk with God and to work with God. Exploring, building, inventing, and creating together. For our God, by his nature, is a creator. And he made us in his image to be co-creators in this world. We were always meant to be stewards of the world, co-workers with God 
in managing his world the right way. But a monumental shift happened. When Adam and Eve decided that the best boss in the world did not have their best in mind. See, God wanted to share the family business with them as partners. But Adam and Eve rebelled by listening to the devil instead of listening to their dad. That's when things went horribly wrong. Then the disrupting and the destroying curse entered into the world, affecting our physical bodies. For now, now, people would get sick and people would die. And the curse affected the whole world, causing major disturbances through earthquakes, tornadoes, storms, hurricanes. And it's within the curse, this monumental shift, this disruption, disconnection that happened in the world because of our own sin. That is when work became truly difficult. I want us to look at Genesis chapter 3 to hear about this. We hear God say, Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Through the curse, the punishment for our rebellion to God, work permanently changed for the worse. Now, working the ground, which many of you in this church do, you've done for years, you, you connected with some of these words in these verses. I know you did. Because now, working the ground would bring painful toil by the sweat of your brow. Has anybody here had some painful toil? Uh, anyone here? Yeah. Raise your hands. Anyone had some sweat on your brow? Thank you very much. Up in the balcony. Young lady, thank you. I see you. Okay. It's not only through farming, but... A lot of other work in the world that we can relate to here. It's hard. It's hard. Here is a brief theology of work. Meaning, this is how work is to be seen through the lens of God, through the Bible, over time. So here it is in simple terms. We don't need to get complicated. Sometimes simple is better. God works. 
we work. Work was good. Work became bad. Work will become good again. In the present heaven now, and at the renewal of all things on the new earth, God will make work enjoyable again. Yes, Monday mornings will be redeemed. Can I get an amen? You will be able to trade in that frown for a smile at the beginning of every week. This is cause for celebration. So no, heaven will not be eternal retirement. Yes, we will work in heaven. And I believe God wants us to expand our faith and open up our perspective, knowing that we will work for God and with God in a way that satisfies our souls, living in the way we were always meant to live. We were meant to be productive, making things that bring us pleasure and making things that help others. You've heard it said in this life, especially as we get older, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. So we need to use our bodies and our minds so we can remain, remain as strong and as sharp as long as possible. I think this helps us to see that we were not meant to sit back and be lazy or to nap all the time, which I seem to want to do. <laughs> That's really, it's really not what we're meant for. We're actually we're meant to be productive, mind, soul, and body. So, if that is the case for this life, doesn't it make sense that this will be the case for the life to come? And God sees what we do on the earth now and will reward us with responsibilities and promotions in heaven so that we can share God's joy and God's creative, unending work. So here's an important truth to consider. Our roles and responsibilities in heaven will be directly related to our level of faithfulness here upon the earth. Let me say that again. Our roles and our responsibilities in heaven will be directly related to our level of faithfulness here on earth. One of Jesus' parables found in Matthew 25 speaks of not wasting our lives, but working hard to make good out of everything God has given to us. In the parable, one of the servants doubles the amount of money that was given to him, doubles it. 
Then, in verse 21 of Matthew 25, we read this. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Being set over much and entering into the joy of the master is what awaits us if we are responsible and obedient in what God gives us in this life. And now I want to cover an aspect of life in heaven that is almost never talked about. And that is that Christ not only wants us to work with him, he wants us to reign with him. Meaning, he wants us to rule in heaven and upon the new earth with him. It is hard for us to believe this truth. That Jesus would share his power and his authority with us. But it's true. And it is found in many verses of the Bible. But we will quickly look at two. Revelation 3, verse 21. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my Father on his throne. You see, Jesus is saying to us who believe in him as Savior and Lord that we will sit with him on his throne. And so I would ask, what do you do on a throne? You rule and you reign. Hear this. Jesus is still the king. He always will be. But he wants to share his throne with all who trust in him. Wow. That's what we all should say. Wow. What grace and love he gives us as his children. Then we read in Revelation 5, verse 10. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will, here it is, reign on the earth. On the glorious new earth. Jesus will share with us the authority to reign and to govern this world in complete righteousness, peace, and justice. He wants us to reign with him, governing this world the right way, the way it was intended. But in the new earth, all evil, all sin will be done away with. All oppression, all violence, all tyranny, everything wrong in this world will be gone. 
And he will, he will say, come, my children, my people who have trusted in me. This is Eden restored. Humanity working with God. Serving him and serving one another for ultimate good. Here, when heaven comes down, making everything new. We have a lot to look forward to. I also want to say this. Jesus will also share with us his inheritance given by God the Father. This is another awesome truth that we rarely think about. We often don't know about, but the Bible says is very clear. He wants to share his eternal inheritance with us. See, I think we all would like to get a large inheritance and be set for life, right? I think everyone would raise their hand if they're honest. Yeah, you'd love to get an inheritance and just be set for life. Well, Jesus will give us the largest inheritance ever known, and we will be set for eternal life. The work we do in heaven will not, therefore, be to make money so that we can make ends meet. That's a part of this world. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. It's hard. That's not what it's going to be like. When you receive the inheritance of Almighty God, you will be set, not just for life, but for life everlasting. You're not going to have to work anymore to make ends meet. All who trust in Jesus will have more wealth and more resources than we know what to do with. And we will give unending thanks and praise to our God for sharing it with us. So as we come to a close, let's look to our main point in our notes. And this is going to round out the message. In heaven, we will work because we want to, not because we have to. And it will bring us great joy to reign with Christ. Our work in heaven will be redeemed and made good by our God. And we will rejoice in reigning with Jesus in heaven and upon the resurrected, renewed earth. To that we all say, Amen. Let's pray. Lord, you are so good. You are the best boss in the world. We want to work with you and for you. Not just in heaven, but right now. So fill us and stir us up by your Holy Spirit to help us be obedient and responsible and productive with our lives, with all that you have given to us. We want to live fully, fully loving you and loving you. 
others. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. You're the King of kings, the Lord of lords. It's in your name we pray. Amen.